gentlemen good morning and thank you so very much for being here with me on this episode 159 159 episodes on our way to 200 i call you answer let me ask you a question how many times have you called your spouse or your friends and they don't answer and you're like I know you have your phone on you. Answer the phone. And they don't answer. It's not like that with God. You call. He answers. Unbelievable. Thank you guys very much for being here with me today. Today is Friday, August 4th. And it is my old, not my... I don't have any older brothers and sisters, but my sister, who's the oldest, Danielle, it's her birthday today. So uh, after the show today, I'm going to surprise her and uh, bring her some flowers and just, uh, you know, tell her that God loves her. She's one of those that believe in God, but she doesn't practice uh, faith. And uh, hopefully, hopefully today can be one of those turnaround days for her. Let her know that God is thinking of her. So um, please wish her a happy birthday, ladies and gentlemen, in the comment section below. So I can show it to her later. Her name is Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. 
And uh, I think it'll bring her some encouragement in the Lord. And that's what I, my focus right now is making sure that my family is saved or doing my best. And I have not done my best to make sure my family is saved. I do as much as I can to help other people plant seeds, but not my family so much. Not so much inside my home, but like my extended family, you know, my brothers, sisters, husband, their husbands and wives and nieces and nephews and all that. Hey, uh, Jim. Jim said it's his first time on Rise Up. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you for being here, man. Boy, is this a show like you'll never, ever see before. You'll never see a show like this one. I also want to thank all of you for... um, Hold on, I'm going to take a picture of all the happy birthdays to Danielle in the live chat. She won't see that later. There we go. Uh, Please drop the comment below as well. Um, I want to say thank you yesterday for your patience. Um, I had asked early in the morning after I got rise up, after I got done rise up, uh, I had asked Will Johnson to fill in for me at my five o'clock hour. Things uh, he said yes, thank God, because I just needed some, you know, I needed a uh, an evening of rest. I had uh, I'd not had a day off in in uh, two. It would have been two weeks today. I had not had a day off, and uh, I really needed that. So. Um, so Will filled in for me, and then uh, at the last minute, we changed everything around because Anna said that she was going to be going down to Trump's arraignment. So everything got switched and changed around, and the team did a fantastic job without me or without Eli here. So I just want to, uh, I just want to say thank you, you, uh, for, you for your guys' patience yesterday. Uh, I know a lot of people were wondering where I was. I wasn't in bad shape. I just needed a night of rest. You know, I needed a night of rest. I needed a night with the, my wife and the kids. And so I, we didn't have any idea when I asked Will to fill in for me earlier in the day uh, that we were going to be covering the arraignment like that. So uh, it was really, really nice of you all to watch and not get upset that there was no live from America last night. Um, and a big shout out to Anna. Huh? Backbone of steel. LFA TV represent proud going down there all by herself. That is a patriotic woman. Most like, like most of you and will and Pete. Thank you guys. All Ryan, you guys did a great job holding down the fort. So, uh, thank you, Grammy. I I needed it. I just, I needed it. I needed to rest. I needed, uh, I feel a hundred percent. I feel a hundred percent. I'm raring and ready to go. So thank you guys all. Now I titled today's show. It gets better and better. It gets better and better. What does? Your journey with Jesus. Every day. Now I'm going to read the description for you, and then we're going to go to our God in prayer. Because I'll tell you what, I've been praying so much lately, and God has been answering me like immediately. I've just been like, Thank you, you know. I said it just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? Your journey with Jesus is full of daily surprises, excitements, and blessings that never stop. I used to think, now this is, listen to this, this is the key, okay? I used to think that living the Christian life would be boring and lame. I'm not going to lie. When I was fighting becoming a Christian, when I was fighting 
what God was calling me to do, one of the excuses that I kept saying was, I am a very outgoing, eccentric, center of attention, entertaining kind of guy. I don't want to live some boring Christian life where I'm just constantly being perfect. And this is what I thought, right? Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. I have never been on such a path in my life that brings this much joy and peace. So what I want to do today, yes, Mama B, definitely. Mama B asked if she could share her daughter's GoFundMe. You can not only share it in the permanent chat, Mama, but you can also put it in the the live chat as well. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Thank you very much. Now, what I want to do today is something that we have not done on Rise Up ever. I want to recap. I want to recap what we talked about this week, what we learned this week, and kind of where Jesus has guided us with the Holy Spirit this week by going back from Monday until today. Because we had some pretty epic episodes of this Godcast this week. So before we do that, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's remove our hats. And in Jesus' name, let's bow our heads, close our eyes, And here's what I want you all to picture in your minds as we pray. I want you to picture Jesus lending down his hand to pick you up out of sadness, loneliness, despair, whatever it is that you're going through. I want you to envision yourself sitting on the ground and Jesus lending his hand out to pick you up and then you embrace him in a hug. That's, that's something that I think of a lot when I'm praying and I'm just, if for me, it makes it all feel so real. So let's do that now. Father God in heaven, creator of all things, who gives us mercy, grace, and salvation when none of us deserve it. Like giving everything that you have that is good to all of us who are so incredibly bad by nature. No king, no ruler has ever done that. And that is why we find so much joy and peace And being on a journey with your son to ultimately lead back to you so that we can worship you for eternity where you dwell. Father, we thank you so much for giving us your son. He means so much to us. He really does. There's no way I could get through a day without your son. We also want to thank you for guiding us by giving us the person of the Holy Spirit 
another wonderful, wonderful companion that keeps us on the right path. Thank you for everything you taught us this week. Thank you for bringing us closer to you as we bring the kingdom of heaven closer to us. We pray for everyone in the chat who is asking prayers for their cats and their dogs, their fur kids, their real kids, their grandmas, their fathers and mothers that are in pain, physical and spiritual pain. We pray that you heal them today if it is your will and bring restoration back to their homes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 1,300 people watching already, and it's only 6.19 in the morning in California. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is going to be no different than every other show. You're going to cry. I suggest... You get your, you know, uh, who was it? Was it Bad Moon that said that Puff's Kleenex should sponsor this show? (laughs) I think that's correct. Trina, happy birthday to you. I can sing again. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tina. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Trina. Trina. Did I say Tina? I meant Trina. I think I said Trina. Jeremy, what happened to me last night? Am I still filled? Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back that up. Jeremy, that happened to me last night, and I'm still filled with amazement, conviction of the spirit. Amen, amen, amen. Paula says, I'm already crying. TJ says, I'm crying. Ivanister says, I'm crying. Well... Get the tissues ready. I think the best way for me to start out today's show is to start out the same way I started out my day today. So this morning, as I do every morning, I got up, made my rise up coffee, let the dogs out, fed the cat, let the dogs back in, fed the dogs, loved them for a little bit, prayed, drank some coffee, watched some videos, watched some devotionals. And something that we here on Rise Up hold very, very, very close to our hearts is our marriages. And I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we here on uh, at this show and the LFA family, we have started putting our spouses first for a change and not our children first. And when you start putting your spouse first, Great and wonderful things happen in your marriage and in your home. Now, I don't mean first above God. I mean first here on earth. God is first always. But before your children comes your spouse. And so many people, including my father, don't understand this. You must treat your spouse with so much respect and love and honor And you should bless them with being a good husband or a good wife. Thank you, Rosebud, for the $100 Rumble Rant donation. We promise to put it to good use. May God bless you and we thank you, Rosebud. 
If you do not put your spouse, your spouse first, then the foundational blocks of your household will crumble. Much like if you do not put Jesus first in your life, then the foundational blocks of your faith crumble. And there is no home for your children to grow up in. Can we all agree on that? Now, I know that some of your husbands and some of your wives have passed away. I know this. And for you, this may be a little bit more heart-wrenching for you than what you're about to see. But for those of you... Ooh, Andy says, nothing more important than being a parent. Andy... Nothing more important than being married and following God. Being a parent comes next. Now, for those of you who have lost your spouse, I have so much respect for you because you lost basically your, a part of you. You are one flesh. You are not one flesh in your, with your children. You are at one flesh with your spouse. That doesn't make your children any less important. That doesn't make your job null and void. And that doesn't mean you put your children out to pasture. It means if you do not put your spouse directly under God, then there's no home for your children anyway. And once um, husbands and wives start realizing this, it is your home becomes exponentially better. Your children start seeing better things. They start listening better. They start loving. They start bringing God back in their lives because children see and do. Monkey see, monkey do. Andy, 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 I am so glad that you're here, Andy. Because I think out of everybody that needs to be here, there are a few people, I think we all need to be here, but Andy, I've just, I've noticed so much misguidance in your life. Again, not a criticism. It's a fact. God and Jesus both tell you That your spouse is more important. Or you should, it's God, spouse, children. I'm going to play a video for you. And again, for those who have lost their, their spouse, this is going to hurt maybe even more than it hurt me. But I realized this morning... How lucky we are to be married. Without further ado, here we go. This is 24 hours before her husband passes away. You are the best. Thank you. I couldn't do this without you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for this life. 
You've done amazing. You've done everything the same. Could not do it without you. I love you. You need rest, okay? We don't need anything else from you. Give me an extra. Try to stick around, but you don't have to, okay? I want to stick around as long as I can for you. And JJ, and guns. My whole family. I bring JJ in soon, we'll snuggle. Yeah, when he wakes up. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. passed away less than 24 hours after that video. And while I was watching that this morning, I cried out loud. Like I didn't just sit there this morning at my table and cry to myself. I cried out loud. He knew he was dying any minute, any hour. The whole family knew. And he didn't have to do it alone. His wife stayed by his side until he passed. Less than 24 hours later, and they're like my age, probably 40, 42, 43. Now, she didn't, uh, she didn't put this video out like the next day or something. This happened a while back, and she finally shared this out. So I went downstairs... Because I get up far earlier than my far uh, way earlier than my wife. And this is when you when you see stuff like this. Or when you see like a child, you know, get pass away, a young child pass away and no parent should ever lose their child. You want to hold your spouse or hold your uh, children even closer, right? Like if there's a school shooting or something, you go and you get your child and you bring your child home and you hug them tighter than you ever hugged them. And then you wonder all the bickering, all the, the little things that bother us about our spouses, about our lives, about our jobs. None of, that's what God is trying to teach us. That's what God, God is trying to teach us. Every second is so precious. Why are we nitpicking? I never 
I mean, this is going to happen to all of us, right? And we know this. But it's still sad. Even knowing where you're going. Like, can you imagine he's passing away and he's thinking about, are the kids going to be okay? Is my wife going to be okay? And she's laying there with him, assuring him, I don't want you to worry about us. We're going to be fine. But you can't tell me that he as a man is not thinking of that as he's passing away going, "Ah, I got to do something else. Men, we are providers. We are protectors. We inherently want to do more. But at that moment, he can't. Love your spouse. Love them so much. Even when they seem to hate you. Love them. Your love will conquer whatever anger that is controlling them. Your love will conquer any hatred or anger that is in them. And it might not be today. You might have to show them love for years. But love will conquer all of it. Love covers and conquers a multitude of sins. So I went downstairs and I hugged my wife so tight. And I just told her how much she means to me. You know, it even put some things in a perspective to me, not in my marriage, but in my job. Some of the things that I complain about, some of the things that make me mad, I'm like, what for? Like, and I know that most of you get this because most of you are probably older than me and you're like, you're still young, Jeremy, you got a lot to learn. And you could not be further from the truth. And like I said, I know that there are people here who have lost their spouse and their spouse is in heaven waiting for them. And they're having a hard time living alone. You know how many messages and, and uh, comments that I see of people saying, I miss my husband. I miss my wife. I miss them so much. Kelly says, I'd never marry again. There'd be no other like my guy. I'd never trust, trust that risk. My wife said the same thing. Holly says, the last thing that my dad said on this earth was, I love your mother so much. And it meant the world to me, she said. (laughs) Here I go. Even though my son's dad chose drugs over us on his dying moments, he asked both of us, my son and I were the last one he saw when he passed. I found out that he had given himself to the Lord. Wow. So, we're talking about doing recaps, right? Well, we've had a few shows where we've talked about the importance of spouse, so I thought it was very important that we talk about that again today. What are some other things that we learned in the last week or so 
or talked about, maybe not learned, but I'd say learned. Yeah, learned, talked about. While we talked about, can you get kicked out of heaven? Talked about that yesterday. And the answer is no. Because God promise you, promises you eternal life. Once in heaven, always in heaven. No, temp, no devil to tempt you. No sin to tempt you with. No world to tempt you. And no fleshly body that's full of sin. So we talked about that yesterday. The day before that, on Rise Up, we talked about waiting being the hardest part. But the most rewarding and definitely the most fulfilling because the process of waiting brings you so much knowledge and sharpens you. Iron sharpens iron, right? Waiting through the trials, being patient, teaches you, guides you, lets you lose, lets you feel loss so that you can be strengthened up. So that was the day before. Waiting is the hardest part. So we talked about patience this week. We talked about the blessings that come with patience this week. We talked about spouses. We talked about getting kicked out of heaven. We talked about presenting yourself um, to the Lord coming as you are. And being made right in the blood of Jesus and being and wanting to desire to do those things rather than to do those things because of a rule or a certain situation. Don't have to dress perfectly to come to the Lord. Don't have to have a suit and tie on. Talked about that. We talked about reading the Bible every single day of the week or at least four days a week and how that changes from the inside out. Your 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 body benefits from it and we talked about how they did a study from children 8 to 80 or from people 8 to 80 years old over a a, an extended period of time and and, and what reading the bible one day two day three day and four days did for them both spiritually i mean i should say spiritually physically mentally and emotionally and the in, in, in the numbers were phenomenal porn people who watch porn was down 60 percent for people who read their Bibles four days a week, alcoholism down 41%. Loneliness down 39%. Anger down 32%, I think it was. And then the very first day of this week, what we talked about was the spirits of truth and the spirits of error. And how you know which one that you're walking in. So, you know, we've never, you know, we've, we're 159 episodes into this Godcast that we are so incredibly grateful for. But we've never actually done a recap of the week. I think it's important to do a recap. Reading the Bible is like breakfast. Sometimes it's outstanding. Sometimes it's an average breakfast. Either way, it's nourishment for the soul. I like that KC 22, 2022. Mama B says, wow, I just said how my hubby and I were married for 26 years. No, it hasn't been easy, but I asked the Lord to bribe my tongue to help me see my husband through God's eyes. 
and they're the most beautiful person you've ever seen, aren't they? When you can look at your spouse through God's eyes, nothing in this world is more beautiful to you. Nothing in this world is more beautiful to you. Jeremy, why are we talking about something so depressing? Crying. I don't know what we're talking about that's so depressing. I see it the opposite. I don't see what we're talking about as depressing. I see what we're talking about as actually wonderful because it shows us how incredibly precious these people are to us in life and in death. And we remember why we married them. And we remember them for who they were if they're gone now to us here on this earth. I don't see this as a depressing uh, I see again, so many people look at things differently than the, than the way I do. I look at that video that I just watched. It made us cry as a blessing, not as a curse. I see God God brought that to me this morning to remind you and me of how special our husbands and wives are, no matter how they feel today. So I just, you know, I wanted to share that with you guys. I see this as beautiful and real. I I agree. Grief counseling for those in need. And learning a lesson for those who still have their spouse. Well, you guys know that this is my, uh, this is my, you know, my personal journey with Jesus. So when, when God brought me this this morning, I, I felt like it was for a reason, as I do every morning. I've, uh, I say it's time to go to Ray Comfort, don't you? I would rather be reminded in talking before someone passes than talk about it. I've been married for 47 years and can't imagine life without my husband. Great important message today. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. We, re- we need the reminder of how precious our spouses are. First time listener live. This just happens to be my 22nd Wedding anniversary? Hey, happy anniversary. Sexy MAGA. It's probably why you've been married for so long. All right. It was heartbreaking and beautiful at the same time. I agree. I agree. All right. Who's ready for some Ray Comfort? Let me get my headphones on here. All right. I have not seen this video. Just to uh, forewarn you, uh, I have not seen this week's episode of Living Water. So it is about a 10-minute episode. We're going to play this, come back. I got a couple other videos, might read something, do a prayer, and then we'll bounce, okay? So ladies and gentlemen, Ray Comfort, Living Waters, Fridays. Let me make sure I got, there we go. All right. And we're clear. So you Jewish? Yes. Are you Christian? No. I'm going to be real honest. I'm concerned um, about my immortal soul. So are you sorry for your sins? Yes. Be merciful to me. Please forgive my sins. You 
you're a math teacher at this college that I've been coming to almost every day for about 14 years, and you spoke about your colleague who's on staff, a very intelligent gentleman who spoke very quickly. Doctor of what? Yes, I'm a doctor of chemistry, PhD chemist and PhD physical chemist. Yeah, I'm specialized into the different nanosystems, into the different type of... And he's a delightful character. And you watched that video, is that correct? Yes. And what did you get out of it? What I got out of it was that uh, Mickey doesn't believe. Uh, he doesn't believe in God. He believes that there may be some master creator that created everything, but he doesn't believe in a human corporeal, I think that's what you say, God, yeah. living God. So are you Jewish? Yes. Are you Christian? No. Now you said to me something about being troubled. What did you mean? Well, I saw your video uh, with Mickey, and I'm concerned, and I'm going to be real honest, I'm concerned um, about my immortal soul. Um, as, as a Jew, I'm very uncomfortable talking about it because we're, um, we're told to be very careful. The, the Christian faith is based on Judaism. It's out of context that the Messiah will not be uh, man of man. Reuben, I'm Jewish. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> my mother's full Jew. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, that's so you, you, you can be very relaxed because this is just a couple of Jews chatting now. about <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> yeah, if you ever read the scriptures, the Old Testament, they speak of the Jewish Messiah, Isaiah 53. It can't be the nation of Israel. It speaks of a, a man. It says he was a man of sorrows acquainted with grief, speaking of the Messiah. So, how are you doing with the law of Moses? We went through the law with your colleague, our intelligent friend. Not so good. Yeah. I've, I've also watched other of your videos, and I'm a lying, cheating, blasphemous, and I can't remember the adulterer last one. Adulterer at heart. <laughs> yeah. So, where are you going when you die? Um, we don't, as Jews, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. We spend uh, our time thinking about making heaven on earth. Yeah, it's not working, is it? Not at all. It's a real not mess. Yeah, the Bible's the instruction book, and humanity's thrown away the instruction book. Have you ever tried to put together an appliance and not look to the instructions first, and it's a mess, and then you go to the instructions after the thing's a mess? That's what humanity has done with God's Word. Do you understand the gospel? Uh, the Christian gospel, or...? Well, the gospel is the good news that God sent a Messiah to suffer and die on the cross. Let's go back to... Moses, where they slew an animal, a lamb, there would be a covering for sin temporarily, like the Passover. You celebrate Passover? Not so often. Do you I... understand what it means that you put the blood of the lamb on the doorposts and death passed over? The children. The children, because they had the faith, the, the trust in God to put that blood on the door. It was a crazy thing to do, but they did it and death passed over. Well, when John the Baptist, who was a Jew, saw Jesus the first time, who was a Jew, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. God provided a lamb. Do you remember the story of Isaac and Abraham? Abraham was going to slay Isaac, and, son, yeah. and God gave him a, a ram and caught in the thicket. And Abraham said, God himself will provide a lamb. And that's what God did through Jesus. The Bible says he was the Lamb of God, slain from the foundation of the world. So when Jesus came to this earth, the Bible says he was God in human form. Isaiah 9, Old Testament, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. 
and his name should be called Wonderful. That's what the Bible says. God gave a son. Psalm 2 says, Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Jesus called himself the Son of God, but the Bible actually tells us he was God in human form, the express image of the invisible God, because the Lamb of God had to be perfect without sin. And so when God created for himself a body and filled that body as a hand fills a glove, we're looking at God manifest in the flesh. Wow. Yeah, wow was the word. It's just awe-inspiring. So when Jesus suffered and died on the cross and cried out, it is finished, he was saying the debt has been paid. God's law is satisfied. Like in a court of law, when someone pays your fines, the judge says, you're out of here, someone's paid your fine. The law is satisfied. Well, when Jesus cried out, it is finished, he was saying the law of God is satisfied. And that means God can legally grant us everlasting life. He can dismiss our case. Let us live forever legally, all because of the fact that Jesus suffered and died on the cross to take the punishment for the sin of the world. Wow. And that he rose from the dead and defeated death. And if you'll repent of your sins and trust in Jesus, the Bible says God will remit your sins in a second and grant you everlasting life as a free gift, not because you're good, but because he's good and kind and rich in mercy. So are you sorry for your sins? Yes. Do you know that's called contrition? Did you know that? No. Yeah, and the Bible says godly sorrow works repentance. And so when you've got a contrite heart, that brings about genuine sorrow for sin or repentance. And the Bible speaks of repentance unto life. So are you ready to repent and put your faith in Jesus? I don't know. I'm afraid. Well, what are you afraid of? God is the God of Israel, and he's the lover of your soul. And you've said you were praying to meet me, weren't you? Yes. Hasn't God answered your prayer today? <laughs> yes. And so... Just take a little step of faith and say, God, I trust you with this. I'm going to yield my life to you and ask you to forgive my sins because of what Jesus did on the cross. Is that all it takes? It's, it's so simple, a child can understand it. Jesus said, unless you become as a little child, you're not enter the kingdom of God. Have you ever heard the story of the prodigal son? Um, I've heard of it. I couldn't quote it. Let me share it with you. A young man went to his dad and he says, Dad, I want my inheritance now. That was just due to me. So the dad gave him his inheritance and he went to a far country and the Bible says he wanted to spend it on riotous living and prostitutes. So he went to a far country away from his father. And a famine came on the land and he saw he was desiring pig food as he sat in a pigsty because that's the only job he could get. And he thought, my father's servants have got it better than I. I'll go back to my father and say, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight, take me on as your hired servant. So he got up from that pigsty, went back to his father, and the Bible says his father saw him from a great way off and he ran to him. This is a Jewish father running to a rebellious son. He put his arms around him, fell upon his neck and kissed him. And he said, bring a robe for my son, bring a ring for his finger, shoes for his feet, because my son was once dead, but now he's alive. And that's a picture of God's love for you. You've been a rebel, turned your back on God and desired unclean things, pig food, and yet God runs to meet you halfway. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what Jesus was teaching. If I were you, I'd just say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Please forgive my sins. Be merciful to me. Please forgive my sins. Let's bow in prayer and I'll pray for you. I don't know how. I'll pray for you. Father, I pray for Reuben. Thank you for this divine encounter today. I thank you for your love for him and the fact that you have made provision for his forgiveness of sins. You provided a Jewish Messiah to suffer for us so that we could have a righteous standing in your sight, not because of our goodness, but because of your kindness. 
I pray that you'll help Reuben today, give him peace of heart and peace of mind to know that he's made the right decision to put his trust in Jesus and to follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, do you have a Bible at home? The Torah. It's 30 minutes? Yes. I'll take you to a ministry and give you some free stuff. People often say, I'd love you to talk to my unbelieving friend or family member. But why not send them this video? Just click on the share button and say, I'd love to know what you think of this. There's nothing offensive about that. Send it and then pray. Do it today. <laughs> no show like this one. No show like this one. And when Ray Comfort finally does come on this show, and he will... Can you imagine what that show is going to be like? Now, I've had the pleasure of talking to Ray Comfort one time. I was in a room with him. I, excuse me. I was in a room with Ken Ham, and Ken Ham called him for me, so I got to talk to him, and so did my children, because we let him know that if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be where we are in our journey with Christ. Did you see the difference in that man from the beginning until the end? Did you see the smile on his face? Did you see how happy he was? Did you see when he was crying and he says, I don't know how, and he says, just, I got you. I want to give you guys another big surprise as well. God is answering prayers in so many ways. Guess who else is going to be coming on the show soon? Thanks to Eli and his wife, Liz. How many people have seen Nefarious? Raise your hands if you've seen Nefarious. Or if you call it Nefarious. Guess that depends on where you live. Sean Patrick Flannery, the star of that movie, will be coming on Rise Up. Very soon. He's actually already accepted the invite thanks to Eli and his beautiful, wonderful wife, Liz, who are my best friends. So if you've not seen the movie Nefarious, check it out. Because it might be the best piece of acting you'll ever see in your entire life. God is answering prayers in so many ways. So when Ray says to him, I'm a Jew, you didn't know that? He goes, no, I didn't know that. Well, Ray didn't tell him, it's the same thing that David Brody says, Ray is a completed Jew. A completed Jew, which would mean he's a Christian. Judeo-Christian, like Jesus. Jesus wasn't a Christian, he was Christ, but you know what I mean. God works in such beautiful, wonderful ways. I'm very thankful for this show and you guys. I'm very thankful for the 1,600 people watching live. Can you please like this video? If you've not done so, please like this video. Now, are we experiencing a Jesus revolution in this country or not? Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. My buddy, Jimmy Levy, posted a video from inside the mall at Millennia in Orlando where they were just banned for life 
banned from the mall for life for this. Roll it. Scott banned indefinitely from the mall at Millennia in Orlando for leading worship. Just got banned indefinitely. Let's go. Now we're just getting people to mob public places and sing worship to God and scream, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And you don't think that this election was meant to be stolen? You don't think that these evil people uh, that stole the election and all their crimes and all their evil ways coming to light was needed? It was needed so that the world called back again on Jesus. And we are just getting started. What's that, Eli? <laughs> I want to play another video for you. We still got a little time, right? Roll it. Which one is the truth and who is the real God? Well, for starters, right before Buddha died, he said to his people, go and seek the truth. He also stated all components and things of this world are changeable and they are not long lasting. Then he goes and speaks about Jesus and stated that Jesus lived a previous life and would open the way to eternal life. Buddha's body is buried and located in Pingliang, China. In Islam, Muhammad is believed to be the seal of the prophets, in other words, the last prophet. But right before Muhammad died, he stated that he does not know the purpose of life. Muhammad's body is buried and located in Mosque of the Prophets, located in Medina, Saudi Arabia. Confucius, aka Master Kong, is believed to be a prophet and philosopher in the Asian culture, but right before he died, he stated that I am not the way. Confucius' body is buried and located at Kufu in Shandong province. Now Jesus' tomb is located in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, located in Jerusalem, Israel. But the difference between him and all of the other religions is that the body of Jesus is missing from the tomb. Out of all of the religions, Jesus is the only one that spoke with authority and quoted, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one reaches the Father if it's not through me. Jesus himself was crucified and on the third day rose from the dead. No living being has ever walked the earth and has conquered death. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the truth. Out of all of the religions in the world, which one is the truth? And well, the answer is none of the religions are true, but faith in Jesus Christ, the living God, is the way, the truth, and the life. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's end today with a prayer. Please bow your heads. Dear Lord, as I enter into this day, I turn to you in prayer. I acknowledge that this entire day is a precious gift from you, filled with countless opportunities and blessings. In this moment, I seek your presence and guidance. I am grateful for the gift of this day and all the blessings it holds. Help me approach it with a heart full of gratitude. Grant me the wisdom to discern your will and the courage to follow it wholeheartedly. May my thoughts, words, and actions align with your divine purpose. Throughout this day's journey, I surrender my plans and desires to you. I trust in your infinite wisdom and ask for your guidance in all that I do. Lead me on the path of righteousness and reveal your divine plan for my life. 
Protect me from any challenges, temptations, or negativity that may come my way. Fill me with your strength and resilience, enabling me to overcome obstacles with unwavering faith in your power. Lord, I ask for your presence to be with me throughout this day. May your light shine upon my path, guiding every step I take. Help me be a vessel of your love, spreading kindness, compassion, and joy to everyone I encounter. Grant me a heart that is open to your leading and a spirit that is attuned to your voice. Help me recognize the opportunities you present to me and give me the courage to seize them. Use me as an instrument of your peace and a source of hope for others. In this day, I surrender my worries and fears to you. Dear Lord, Thank you all for being here with me today. Sean Farish and Ungoverned comes up next, ladies and gentlemen, so you're not going to want to miss that uh, because his show is absolutely phenomenal, and he's been getting like 2,000-plus viewers every single day. So I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in, ladies and gentlemen. That's with some beautiful Christian music. Fountains came to my rescue. I love you. Thank you for joining in, and I'll see you on Live from America at 11 o'clock. Sean Farish coming up next. God bless you guys. I love you all. Thank you, God.